This is Mr. Biz Radio, sponsored by Capital Plus. Over the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a two-time national best-selling author and leading business advisor, will cover topics that help business owners operate their businesses more profitably and more efficiently. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, this program is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. Hello, 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 and welcome to another show Mr. Biz Radio Show, and uh, this is a special episode. We actually are preempting our uh, our normal schedule because of all the craziness that's going on um, in the world, frankly, and globally right now. So we have uh, chosen to do that because we wanted to give our listeners an, a really good update on a couple of different things. So first of all, I should mention, um, because of the coronavirus, COVID-19, et cetera, we are also doing something a little unprecedented in that uh, I am not in the studio for the show. So if it sounds, if the line sounds a little different than usual, that's why. So I'm joining uh, via my office, and uh, my first guest is joining via uh, his office as well, uh, not in the studio. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to do, you know, obviously uh, three segments of the show. We're going to, in the first segment, we're bringing on Mr. Johnny Dawson, our Normal uh, update, we have him, actually not normal, um, we're bringing him on for a, um, you know, update on the markets, because as everyone knows, um, we're recording this show on March 17th, so I want to make sure I'll point that out, so, you know, the information you hear here is uh, very timely, um, we'll be releasing this show here in just a couple of days to make sure we get the information out to folks. We want to talk about the current financial market situation, what to expect, what things, actions we might be, uh, should be taking. As well as in the, in the second and third segments, I'm going to come back and talk to some steps that business owners could and should be taking and one specific step that you should not be doing. Um, so we'll cover those during the, the uh, second and third segment. So really trying to make sure that we get good information out to listeners, uh, making sure that you can weather the storm uh, that we're in the midst of right now. So without further ado, without further ado Mr. Johnny Dawson, uh, CEO of Capstone Wealth Advisors, welcome back to the show. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Biz. It's a pleasure to be on, as always. And as you mentioned, we are in the middle of a storm right now with the coronavirus. Uh, my time in industry, I've never seen anything like it, where the market just uh, drops off a ledge like it has. It's been an emotional roller coaster the past several weeks. Um, but nonetheless, don't. my biggest tip is don't allow short-term market fluctuation to derail your long-term financial goals. Retirement is a 30- to 40-year Venture, don't allow six months to wreck that plan. Um, now, with that being said, I, I feel and I, what we've been explaining is we are in a storm, and, and the best kind of storm I know how to relate this to is, is like a hurricane. And if I were to use that analogy, I think right now in the country, as of March 17th, we're kind of in the eye of the storm. We've had a, a lot of wind, a lot of rain, a lot of damage getting to the eye, we know that we're in the middle of something, and now we have a sense of calmness that we don't know how severe this virus is. We're kind of waiting to see what the economic impact is going to be. Um, Mr. Business never mentioned this, but my wife and I own a restaurant and in Ohio. They shut restaurants down. So we've got to manage mm -hmm. that, and, and not only that, we've got to really rely on carryout orders and things of that nature. Um, but we're as I mentioned, we're in the eye. So that means there's more storm coming. And I think what the other side of the storm is going to be is the economic impact. And as I have told Mr. Biz offline, you know, I proposed the question, Mr. Biz, 
hey, do you think, and I'm going to ask you, you this question now, do you think the average American lives paycheck to paycheck, or do you think they've got eight to nine months of savings saved up for emergencies like this? I would say the the percentage of folks that are the latter that have, you know, eight to nine months of expenses saved up are probably uh, less than a quarter of the people. Uh, I'd say 75% are primarily paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, very, very few people. And and not only that, but if I propose that question to businesses, small businesses run this country, do do they have enough substantial capital and cash flow? to withstand this storm that we're about to go through economically. And I know your listeners that are listening to this podcast right now, if they're working with you, they most likely do have the capital. And and this is the true value of, of what someone like Mr. Biz brings to the table and a true value of a financial advisor to try to weather these storms. Um, because the economic impact could be pretty significant if this thing isn't adjusted and contained relatively quickly. Um, but with with all that being said, at the end of the day, um, we will get through this. We've we've had multiple downturns in the market. Um, did we think it was going to be this swift, this rapid? There's no way that someone could have ever predicted that a virus would cause this much economic impact to our country and our nation, not only here in the United States but globally as well. Um, so there's really three things that I that I've been recommending to clients, and the first thing is to that remember that you, you very seldom benefit your long-term investment success when you react to the market emotionally. When you're trying to time highs and lows, that creates a lot of guesswork and not do you have to be right once, but you got to be right twice. And if you're trying to do that mm-hmm. on your own, it could be a very emotional roller coaster, so we would recommend against that. Um, secondly, just stay focused on your financial goals. That's why we, when I run a financial plan for clients, I'm giving them probability analysis of 665 different market scenarios, and I'm willing to bet that one of the 665 scenarios is a pandemic. And if you're at 100% probability, that means you've saved enough money to withstand anything like this in the market. So we haven't been really getting too many panic calls um, because I'm said it on this show multiple times that you should be adjusting your portfolio and taking profits along the way and ensuring diversification. And that brings me to my third point, that you have to ensure that your allocations are consistent with the level of risk you're willing to take, not only in your IRA or brokerage accounts, but also in your 401k plans as well. And having a qualified professional to give you advice and and provide behavioral coaching is going to be more valuable in this moment than than probably over the next several years. So if you're making emotional decisions or if you're unsure, feel free to reach out to a financial advisor and and pick their brain for a few minutes before you make uh, a decision that could really derail your long-term financial goals. Um, And that's kind of where we're at right now. There are some opportunities recessions and economic downturns create a lot of opportunities. So instead of Mm -hmm. trying to time it, what we've been doing is setting what's called buy limit orders. So let's say I want to buy, you know, ABC stock. And right now it's trading at $90 a share. And, but however, it was just trading at 160 three weeks ago. And I want to buy that stock, not at 90, but I want to buy it at 70. So what you could do is hit, you could enter in a buy limit order 
which means that I want to buy 100 shares at $70 per share, and now I can set it and forget about it. And then once the market brings that position down, then your portfolio will automatically buy it. That takes the guesswork mm-hmm. out of it and allows you to capture some really good positions at a low price right now. So that's kind of what we're doing in my recommendations for today, Mr. Pitt. I love it. I love it. And that, that gives you an opportunity, like you said, in, in times like this, I, I feel the same way. In times of, of chaos, there's always opportunity. And, that, and that's a great example of how to create that opportunity without having the stress, um, as you had mentioned. And you can you know, snap up some good bargains. That being said, what's a good way for people to get a hold of you, Johnny? Yeah, absolutely. 614-823-8660. Again, that's 614-823-8660. Or you can email me at johnny, J-O-H-N-N-Y dot Dawson, D-A-W-S-O-N, at A-M-T-S. That is Alpha Mike Papa Frank dot com. All right. Thanks for the update, Johnny. Uh, come back after the break. We'll give the Mr. Biz tip of the week, and I'm going to tell you two things you should be doing as a business owner during this pandemic and one thing you should not be doing. So join us after the break. Business owners have a continually growing to-do list with little time for revenue-producing activities. With Check Off Your List and their experienced team of virtual assistants, you can focus on growing your business. Visit CheckOffYourList.com to learn how Check Off Your List skilled team can handle your day-to-day tasks like social media, bookkeeping, calendar maintenance, and much more. Contact Check Off Your List at CheckOffYourList.com or call 888-262-1249 to see how their virtual assistants can help you live to work rather than work to live. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate, because there are limited spots available. To submit questions to the show, email them to info at MrBizSolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right. Welcome back to Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And we are brought to you by the good folks at Capital Plus. Capital Plus unlocks your capital and unleashes your business potential. They create customized financial solutions for growing businesses nationwide. Um, all right, so uh, hopefully that was helpful, the update from uh, Johnny. Um, let me give you the Mr. Biz tip of the week, and let's dive into some of these actions that uh, you should be taking with your business to help weather this pandemic storm. So the tip this week is, if you aren't willing to take the risk, you are willing to accept mediocrity. Um, you know, anything in life, frankly, in business as well, but, um, you know, there are risks involved, and you have to be willing to take some of those risks and uh, to, to receive those rewards, right, risk and reward. So that is the Mr. Biz Tip of the Week this week. So let's dive into this. So as, as we talked a little bit about in that first segment, this the times we're in right now, at least um, for the last, gosh, what, 80, 80 plus years are unprecedented um, in that, you know, we've had other uh, pandemics, frankly, uh, over the last, what, 15, 20 years, but nothing to this extent, uh, especially globally. And uh, so there's, it brings on a whole host of things, which makes it difficult to try to predict, right? What do you need to do? What should you be doing? What should you not be doing? However, there's some fundamental things, I think, that are very, very critical and can help lead you through this um, in an effective way. 
So hopefully, as Johnny alluded to um, in the first segment, as a business owner, you've been preparing. Uh, I know with my clients, um, and I don't, I'm not just saying this, to, but I, it's the truth. So I've been preparing each of my clients since uh, middle of last year, May, June of last year. Um, I started looking at where things were headed and start preparing for an economic downturn. Now, I did not know that this was going to happen. I didn't know we were going to have a pandemic, of course. But I did know that an economic slowdown was on its, on its way. So I went, began at that point preparing our, you know, all my clients for that in that, you know, making sure we've got a really strong balance sheet, we've got adequate cash reserves, um, thinking that, you know, if a recession hits, and things, and we ran a bunch of different scenarios on, um, you know, revenue dropping and things like that, and what actions we would need to take. More importantly, having a strong balance sheet, because again, as I mentioned, uh, you know, chaos creates opportunity. And I don't mean that in a profiteering kind of way, and you profit off of others' uh, unfortunate situations. But what I mean by that is, if you are in a position, you have a strong balance sheet, you, and it's in a situation where you have an economic downturn. You may be able to, uh, you know, surge ahead of some of your competitors, because while they're cutting back, and they may be cutting people, um, and you may be able to provide jobs for those people, um, they may be cutting back on marketing expense, for example. Well, then all of a sudden you might be able to increase your marketing expense, and you might be able to get it cheaper because the demand isn't as high, um, and which will allow you to, you know, gain some market share. So there's definitely opportunity there. Um, so along those lines, here's uh, the first. Um, the first thing I'll say that you should be doing um, and considering at this point is if you are in a position to where it, and even if you have a decent balance sheet, um, and many businesses don't, unfortunately, but here's, here's a couple of ideas of how you can sort of weather that storm without killing your business. And what I mean by that is a lot of times when business owners get in situations like this, they cut too deep or they cut and make cut expense cuts in the wrong areas. And that does nothing but kill your business. So here's, here's what I would suggest, and here's what I've done. Um, I, I, was, <laughs> I was mentioning off air uh, with producer Alan and Johnny that my phone over the last uh, five or six business day, or actually not a business day, this is over the weekend as well, has been ringing off the hook from people I've never heard from. I don't know who they are, um, saying, oh, my gosh, you know, I don't know what to do. I need help. And here's some of the suggestions I would make. Again, so look, literally pull up your P&L. And look on the expense side and go down line by line. So, again, the, the main thing, the primary thing you want to ensure when you're making expense reductions, as you need to, um, that you're not hurting your future pipeline. The last thing you want to do is negatively impact the revenue that's, that is still coming in the door, right? So what I suggest is going down there, looking line by line, and scoring every line between one and three. Three, a score of three means that, that line directly impacts sales. A two means it has an indirect impact on sales. And of course, one would mean it has no impact on sales whatsoever. Uh, you can even take it a step further if you want. Um, you could stop there, um, but I would suggest even thinking about it from another step further in that looking at the impact it, those expenses have on customer service because customer service is another way to increase your retention, which again, you don't want to lose existing customers um, that would be, you know, as you're trying to cut expenses to make up for lost revenue and you lose more revenue, right? You're just really running in quicksand at that point. So very important. So you can, you can go through the same exercise and look at it from a customer service perspective. 
you know, not, uh, three would be direct impact on customer service, two indirect, one no impact. Then what you do is you go back, and if you've used both of those methods, any any line that scores a six, I, I would not touch that. I would, that's a last resort, right? Because that has a direct impact on uh, revenue coming in the door and customer service, which is revenue potentially going out the door. So we're going to leave those alone. Anything that's a five, again, you kind of move down the scale a little bit. Maybe a reduction, maybe a little, a small reduction. But when you start getting into things that are score, I would start the low ones, right? Anything that's a, a two or three, uh, maybe even a four. Um, you know, some of those ones that are at a two, I mean, honestly, you need to look at a 50 to 100% reduction in those expenses on a temporary basis. So it doesn't mean you need to shut this down forever, but until you weather the storm, you need to take some drastic measures potentially. And again, it's, it's very difficult to give direction on this because every business is different and every, you know, your, your financial circumstances will be different for each person individually and each business individually. So, but those ones that have, that don't, that do not have any impact on customer service or sales, I would honestly start with the mentality of I'm going to cut them a hundred percent, even if it's just for a month. I just talked with a client this morning. We went through this exercise and, um, we're going to cut his, um, his, uh, what he spends on SEO every month. Um, and I, you know, we, he's going to reach out to his provider and say, look, I'm cutting all my SEO and, and indefinitely. So turn it off. And when I get to the point where I'm ready to turn it back on, I will, because what's happening is his phone is not ringing. <laughs> so people, the, the SEO is not really doing him any good at this point anyway. Um, uh, so we're not seeing that as being really even having, it's kind of a slight indirect uh, impact on sales. But at this point with everyone, you know, a lot of quarantines and et cetera going on, a lot of his business is uh, residential. So it's his, his team's going out into residences and a lot of people don't want that. So even the existing um, appointments they had are drying up. People are calling and saying, Hey, yeah, can we push this out? Literally people saying, can we push it out two months? Um, so we put together a, a program to make sure we're following up with those people and we get those appointments set and everything like that so we don't lose that. But at this point with the quarantine situation and people, you know, being told to stay away um, and not congregate, et cetera, um, it's very important to make sure that, you know, you're not wasting that money. So, again, go down, score those things, make sure that the expense reductions you make are not drying up your existing pipeline or even worse, losing existing customers that you've already worked hard for. You want to make sure you keep that retention and loyalty. That is most important is to not lose what you already have, the base that you already have. So that's, that's something that's very, very critical. Um, that's the first one I'll, I'll tell you that a way to sort of stem the tide, weather the storm a little bit as needed. Um, and we're going to almost out of time here. We're going to come back after the break. I'm going to tell you one more thing that you should be considering um, as we go forward, and then one thing that you should definitely not be doing at this point. So come back after the break on Mr. Biz Radio, and we'll continue talking about uh, how to weather the coronavirus pandemic. Are you frustrated with trying to grow your business? You're not alone, because the business growth experts at TriTraction are here to help. TriTraction's proven business systems, marketing, and sales formula has helped many businesses like yours achieve amazing results. Could your company benefit from explosive sales growth and a huge jump in website traffic? Call 800-719-4281 today for a free consultation with the business growth experts at TriTraction. That's 800-719-4281. Systems plus marketing plus sales equals business growth. 
Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate, because there are limited spots available. Check out both of Mr. Business National Best-Selling Books, Pathway to Profits, and How to Be a Cash Flow Pro on Amazon. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to this special edition of Mr. Biz Radio as we're talking through how to weather the storm through the coronavirus pandemic. And um, we've talked through, again, we got a good market update from Johnny Dawson during the first segment, and then uh, we talked through what I call expense scoring um, as far as um, effectively controlling your expenses as needed during a situation like this. So um, the next thing I would say, and again, what I want to cover this last segment is one thing that you need to start considering, at least making plans for, um, as, as I'm doing with, uh, with one of my clients. And again, he's in good shape, but we're trying to be ahead of the game here and we're, we're preparing if this, you know, d- depending on how long this lasts, uh, the potential actions we need to take. Because here's the thing, I know a lot of people are feeling a lot of stress right now. But what I'll tell you right now, what will reduce that stress level significantly is having a plan. If you have a plan with some different scenarios in mind, that is going to help you significantly because then you're going to know, hey, if, some, if A, B, and C happens, I know exactly the actions I'm going to take instead of being sort of hanging out there thinking, oh, my gosh, if that happens, I don't even know what the heck to do. I don't know where to turn. So putting together a plan, even if you don't need it yet, and by the way, even if you don't need it at all, Right, just having that plan is is extremely helpful, and again, well, I promise you, will help your stress level significantly. Um, you'll sleep better at night um, knowing that you have a plan and uh, a plan of action if, if any of this stuff occurs. So, and again, uh, one of the things I would say is you can consider, and again, it depends on your business, um, but uh, you can ha- consider having what I call a stacked schedule. Um, and I had to make that a little bit generic so it applies to more businesses. So, what I mean by that is, for example. If you have a retail location, you have a brick-and-mortar business, um, maybe you close and you're only open on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh, and you make sure that you communicate that with your customer base um, on your website, all that kind of stuff. So that's going to so, – so what help, hopefully what happens in that situation is that you have, you're busier on those three days because people know you're only open for those three days each week. Um, and, again, that's just an example. It depends on – how often you're typically open, if you're open on the weekends, things like that, which if you're retail, you probably are. But you can have a stacked schedule like that. You can apply that on the field service side of things as well. Um, I had a conversation with the business owner over the weekend about that exact scenario where he's stacking his schedule to where he's only going to book appointments on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So he's going to leave Mondays and Tuesdays open. He's going to – so that way, instead of having, say, for example, he has 10 appointments a week, Instead of having two appointments every day, Monday through Friday, he's going to have, say, three, three, and four appointments, right, between Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So he has a much fuller schedule. His guys will be more fully utilized. Think about this from your employee's perspective. How much of a pain in the neck is it if during this scenario you're telling them, hey, you know what, we can only have you work while we have, you know, we have jobs? And if you don't have a stack schedule and you're open the normal, say, Monday through Friday in this example, 
and your guys have to come in for one job. And they get ready for work, drive into work, pick up the truck, drive out to the job, work for two hours, bring the truck back, drive home. They've just spent how much of their day for a two-hour job to get paid for two hours? Big pay in the butt for them. So consider your workers as well and be you know, kind and courteous to them. They would much rather have full days where they come in and, you know, and the time they invest getting the ready for work, coming into work, et cetera, is much more worth their while because they're spending a full day there. So uh, that's one way to do it, stack schedule. And, again, there's a bunch of different variations of that, um, depending on the type of business you have. The other thing to consider is, and this is in an extreme situation, um, you want to avoid this, and I, I hope that this does not happen to people, but unfortunately – if you're not adequately prepared, and depending on how the length of this pandemic and the financial impacts it has, you may have to consider this, and that is um, having your workers take furloughs. Um, what I mean by that is unpaid time. And again, I know I'm not. This is not an ideal situation. And again, I hope this doesn't happen for anybody because I, I would hate for that. You know, people, especially a lot of people that, as Johnny mentioned during the first segment, they're living paycheck to paycheck. That's going to be a, a problem, right? Um, however, consider the alternative. If you don't do that and you don't manage uh, physically, you don't physically manage your business effectively, and you have to shut your doors, now you have all of your people permanently out of work. Um, your business is gone. More than likely, if you have a business, you probably have some family members that work in your business. Now you have impacted not only your immediate family, but their family and then all your workers' families, right? Again, I know it's not optimal, but would you rather, as a worker, would you rather have one or two weeks of unpaid time or be out of work permanently, especially considering the current economic environment? I don't know who in the, you know, in the next 90 to 120 days, I don't think many businesses are going to be hiring. So if they did lose their job permanently at this point, they may be out of work for you know, four, five, six months. Um, which could be really catastrophic for all, you know most families. I think that would be a pretty catastrophic situation. So, uh, again, I'm not suggesting furloughs. Uh, again, hopefully, don't get to that point. But if it comes down to hey, I'm going to have to you know close the doors, or I need to consider some of these more extreme, drastic measures, then you know you definitely need to consider that. Um, and and the, the most important thing, you always have to remember, and I preach this all the time on the show, but your employees are your most valuable resource. Absolutely, 100%. So you need to make sure you follow the golden rule. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Um, be transparent. You know, sit them down and let them know, here's our, our financial situation. Um, and we're going to protect you as best we can. And, but the most important thing is we're going to keep the doors open. So no one's going to lose their job, hopefully, right? And so you've got to be very upfront and honest and transparent with them. I've seen it happen before. And, again, think if you were on the receiving end of this. The owner comes in and says, everything's fine, don't worry. And then two weeks later, he has a meeting and says, by the way, we're closing. Today's our last day of being open. I just had that happen to a friend of a friend uh, about a month ago. So this would be before the pandemic and everything. So it just leaves it. I mean, it's just terrible. That's not the right way to treat people. It's not the right way to do business. So definitely make sure you're being open and transparent with everyone. So that's another idea, again, that's more extreme. I would say that's more of a last resort, but you can at least start planning for it. Who would who would be you know take the most furloughs? How long would you do it for? Is it one week over the next four weeks? Is it two weeks over the next five or six weeks, et cetera? 
um, and you can stagger that and maybe combine it with a stack schedule so it doesn't have to be as impactful for, uh, for your workers. Um, but the one thing, and we're, we're up against the clock here, and I want to make sure I mention this, and it's related to what I mentioned during the second segment. The one thing that you want to make sure that you're not doing is killing your existing customer base and, and, um, and, and your pipeline. So be very careful. If you have things that you're, you're spending marketing dollars on that have a high ROI, oftentimes those are the first things that people look at. Oh, geez, I can cut that. If that's going to dry up your pipeline, that is not a good cut um, and, and until you get really desperate, right? Because, again, if you're reducing expenses to make up for a, a revenue shortfall and then your reductions make your revenue fall even further, again, as I mentioned before, you're just digging yourself a hole in quicksand. So you want to be very careful about that. Um, and, and what I always tell this, you know, as far as what to spend on marketing – Typically, my clients, we spend between 2 and 8% of the annual revenue. Um, and sometimes we're even more disciplined about that than that. Um, that from that to rein in, we take the prior month's revenue and we spend, you know, whatever our, our earmarked percentage is um, that next month. So we stay really, really focused so we don't get out in front of ourselves too far. Um, so be very, very careful about that. Um, definitely a very important thing to consider um, as far as not drying up that pipeline. So we're almost out of time here, guys. I hope this has been helpful. And gosh, I, I hope and pray that you make it through this in a healthy way, not only personally healthy, but also you know, your business being healthy as well. So uh, thanks for listening, guys. Um, thanks for our show sponsor, uh, Capital Plus. You can find them at capplus.com forward slash Mr. Biz. You can call them at 855-522-3951. As always, guys, have a great week. And don't forget, cash flow is king. This has been Mr. Biz Radio, sponsored by Capital Plus, a division of United Capital Funding Group. Capital Plus is your trusted resource for commercial financing and accounts receivable management. They've been providing working capital to businesses nationally for more than 27 years. Learn more about them at capplus.com forward slash Mr. Biz. Or to schedule a free consultation, call 855-522-3951.